Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Now, this week, I'm going to talk a little bit about a commodity being gold. Those of you who listen to my podcast know that I often like to talk about commodities as an area of interest. Now, when looking up gold, we actually are very fortunate in that we're using a great software package called Optima, or it was Market Analyst previously. Some of you who have been following the podcast will know, and especially those who are our students who are using the software as well. So what you can do is in the software, you can look up the gold futures under the commodities um, folder in the data and bring up the gold price. And you'll see a long-term chart of gold. It's been very volatile over time. And of late, it's more or less been trading sideways, the gold price. And look, for a long time, I suspected that gold may come back below the $1,000 mark. And today, it hasn't actually done that yet. So, but what's really important now is a level um, around $1,187 or around $1,200, say. And this is um, around the 61.8% of the all-time high. There's important support at this level. The gold price is trading well above this at the moment. But if it were to fall below this level, then the gold price is likely to come back to what's known as 50% of its all-time high, one of the most important levels on any stock or market, according to GAN. So because gold has been trading sideways, you could say that it's really at a bit of a crossroads. If it goes above $1,300, then we will, in all likelihood, see gold continue higher, and it could trade up to as much as 20% higher from there. However, it really must move through this level over the coming weeks or months to um, give confidence to the market that it's actually going to rise. Now, the reason I raise this today is because you can trade some of the stocks that mine gold. And if you know what gold is likely to do and how this is likely to impact the share, because you can see the history of a particular share to know whether the gold price and the stock price move relatively consistently. And if that's the case, it makes it quite simple to be able to look at the gold price and have a number of gold shares um, in your watch list and then choose the ones that are moving in line with the gold price. But it can be a real challenge to choose a stock and particularly a miner in this. And when I say miner, I'm not meaning small, a gold miner, because in this market and over the past few years, there have been a number of stocks in the mining area that have actually been delisted, whether they've been taken over or whether they've just gone into administration and they've had financial difficulties that you would have to do your research on. But one of the great things about using the software package is that you can look up uh, the metals, the stocks in the metals and mining and create a whole workbook with those stocks and then just scan through to see how the stocks look like or what the landscape's like. And it's really interesting not just to see so many delisted stocks, but also to see that there are so many illiquid stocks or smaller stocks trading in this area um, and that these are the types of stocks that you really want to avoid uh, as much as possible, especially when you're learning or if you're inexperienced in the market because 
they can take your money and take it really quickly. And also, because the liquidity is low, it can often be difficult to actually get out at a price that you would be happy to sell at. So there's some cautionary uh, notes there about trading in this type of sector because even the more liquid stocks typically can be quite volatile in terms of their price movements. It's really important to have a look at the percentage ranges that any stock that you're looking to trade in, what ranges it trades in on a weekly basis. Does Does it rise only a few percent or can it move faster than that? And how do the falls unfold and how quickly can they move? In a week, can you wipe out months of gains, um, some stocks move that way. I also wanted to raise this because you might hear an analyst talk about a stock and then be tempted to, to buy it. But just remember that there are vested interests out there and they're telling you things for a reason. So free information can actually be dangerous. And that's why it's important to have the knowledge. And even if you are interested in a stock that somebody's talked about, then you can go away and do your own research and find out what the stock's all about, what the company does, but more importantly, have a look at the stock chart and see whether the money is actually going into the stock or whether it's actually being sold off. Because quite often I'll read reports um, from different organisations where the analyst is actually talking about a stock and and talking about its virtues, and I'll be looking at a price chart where the, the stock has been falling for a long time. When you're looking at liquidity, look at the daily and weekly charts and see whether there are a lot of bars trading within exactly the same range because this is often an indication the stock is illiquid, particularly if it does that on the weekly chart. On the daily chart, often you'll see lots of dots and and that's a really quick indication that it's quite illiquid. Compare the charts to bigger stocks on our market, say stocks in the top 100 or top 50 and see what the bars look like and the differences between them to familiarise yourself with what I'm talking about. Now, there are a few bigger stocks in this area on the market, which I'll talk about in another podcast. Um, It's good to have a look at, like, for example, a stock that looks quite illiquid. Chalice Resources is one, if you had a look at a chart of that, and compare that to, say, a Newcrest Mining and see the differences in the bars on the, the weekly and the daily charts for these stocks. Also, as I was saying before, make sure you have a really good understanding for the index and stock chart relationship or the price action and see how aligned they tend to be. You can actually overlay charts in um, Opta and Murren Market Analyst and have two line charts, one of the stock and one of the index or even a bar chart and see how they actually move together or whether they there is divergence between the two at times. It's all part of getting to know the stock that you're likely to trade. So as I said before, there are some important levels to watch on gold. One is um, 1,187 or roughly 1,200 points. If it falls below that level, then it's likely to go further. And the other one is to look out for a move, a good move, a strong move above 1,300 um, because that would signal that it's likely to continue to rise and possibly to up to as high as 1,500, um, which is roughly about a 20% upside. Um, or it may go just a bit above that to achieve the 20% upside. So let's wait and see what happens. And in the meantime, I'll have a look at a couple of gold stocks and come back to you. Have a great week. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript of this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.